What's up? Welcome to What You Know. My name's Austin, and this is the show where I try to figure out what is going on. Today, I am trying to figure out patience, something that I struggle with eternally. I don't think I'm getting over this one. I think the most potent or earliest memory I have when it comes to the battle of patience is Christmas Eve. Just awaiting all of the uh, presents that Santa was going to bring me was tormenting. It's just the worst feeling. <laughs> now that I'm an adult, the closest emotion that I have to compare that to is anxiety. Just a thing that is imminent that I don't know how to handle and that is not now. <clears throat> and throughout my life, I have carried that emotion forward in so many facets of my life. I can't wait. I can't wait on anything. Whether it be a conversation that needs to be had, a problem that needs to be fixed, a thing that I feel like I need to acquire, there's what makes sense when it comes to a timeline. You know, there's a time and place for everything. And then there's what I want. And what I want on a timeline tends to be the moment that I want it, which is immediately. <laughs> I have um, no disconnect between the desire for something or to get something done and the uh, drive to make it so. I'm sure there are redeeming qualities within that. Maybe it results in a hard work ethic sometimes, but for the most part it results in spending money that I should not be spending. I end up with a lot of things that I don't want. And inevitably the feeling comes back regardless of how much I get. And so my lack of patience clearly needs to be dealt with. I feel like it's straightforward enough, the notion of not having something you don't want. Sorry not having something you do want. 
and having to wait for it. But when it comes to problems that need to be solved, depending on the circumstance, it's very important to think about a timeline. Especially when the problems you're needing to solve revolve around people. And I suppose that's called being tactful. Taking into account other people's positions and waiting for an opportune moment to address the thing with them based on their current circumstances. <laughs> but for me, I just want to solve a problem. It feels like too many variables to account for however many people's opinions and sensitivities. And so I just barge in with the solution. And the older I get, the more I'm thinking that a solution introduced at the wrong time might actually just be another problem. How funny is that? Kind of shows how ambiguous it is to be a human or how challenging it is to maintain reality on a shared level because each of us live in our unique version of the world with its own set of flavors perspectives, biases, all the things that make us somewhat unique. And, um, and there's a very broad palette to work with in the art of fixing problems between people very broad palette. <laughs> but one thing that I know that is so important to be aware of in the arena of discussion is that you are the center of your world. 
You know, each of us is grounded in our own reality. And what that means is that almost all of the time, I am going to feel right about my position. And if not feel right about it, I will at least have the most empathy towards myself. I will be most sensitive to my plight because I'm in here. And so if everybody is coming forward with an interaction based <laughs> on their worldview, then there's bound to be misinterpretation. What you looking at, dog? We saw some coyotes right here in this area right before I started this. And so Ibu and I are a little bit on edge. And maybe that's an example right there of what I'm bringing to the table in this moment is this thought mixed with a heightened awareness or caution to my immediate environment. And so already my current circumstances are um, blended between this present moment and concern for a possible future, which is getting eaten by coyotes. <laughs> and so no wonder so many arguments break out. No wonder it's so difficult to see things from somebody else's point of view. Because with their point of view, or behind their point of view, is their lifetime's worth of experiences. And that might be the very thing, the only thing, that can make one unique. Is the life you've lived as a whole. Two people might do the same things every day of their life, but those two people will always have differing perceptions of every event that they experienced together.
I guess that's one of the beautiful elements of interaction is inevitably getting exposed to new perspectives. Because if you talk to anybody long enough, you're bound to figure out that they know something that you don't. But how often do I have the patience to get to that point? Not only am I going to bring with me my experiences and biases into an interaction, I don't think there's a way to avoid bringing in your perceived version of the person you're interacting with. It's inevitable, right? You're going to come into a conversation with some prediction or past experience or both guiding how you interact with that person. <clears throat> A prediction of how they'll react based on times prior. A evaluation of what you think they're currently experiencing just by looking at them and so there's a whole slew of differences that I'm going to bring to the table right off the bat before I even say a word you know this concept of what this conversation should be and what they should say. I hope I'm getting better at that, at accommodating the reality of somebody else having their own perspective and saying things that I don't want to hear. Because I can remember being very frustrated by that notion of looking at a conversation as a um, means to an end, a solution or a goal that I wanted to come to at the end and seeing them as a roadblock between me and that solution or goal. And yet if I'm talking to them about it at all, that must imply that they're playing an essential role in getting there. And if that's the case, then I'm not the only one driving this vehicle. If that's the case, other people's input 
is essential. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to him about it. And so suddenly, what was me trying to fix them or fix their perspective to see things my way becomes the reality of negotiation and concessions. I guess moreover compromise is, is the thing. Accepting that what I want and what I'm going to get are different. And that to get any semblance of what I want, the other people involved need to have their share of the say. But then you can get into the weeds of asking the question, is this other person in a position to make the right decision? Are they informed enough? Have they accounted for everything they need to account for? And me, knowing me, will always assume that I know more. And if I don't know more overall, I've thought about it intently enough to carry greater wisdom in whatever challenge is being faced. And that argument of competency of another person is as helpful or real as my intentions are using that argument. If I'm using it as a battering ram to get what I want in finding reasons that this is a problem that has to be dealt with by me and there's an urgency to it and a clarity that I have that nobody else does, then I'm probably abusing that position.
the longer I live, the more time passes and the more I can appreciate the lack of urgency overall in the world. At least the world I live and at least the unaccomplished objectives that I have. The timeline is much longer than I think it is or than I think it should be. What's the rush, you know? Because so often impatience might just be a dissatisfaction with one's circumstances. <clears throat> if there's something outside of your current situation that you feel like you need to be fulfilled or to resolve something in you, then that might be an excellent indicator <laughs> that you're invested in the wrong things. And impatience has a funny way of messing with the present. In that you're foolishly trying to pull the future towards you, right? Is that what impatience is? It's this impossible desire to accelerate to a point where you get what you want. And is patience contentment in the present? Or is patience the understanding that things in the future will be dealt with in their time? 